I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, it's Eric from The One You Feed, back with another mini-episode. Before we get started, I want to say that our sponsor this week is Aloha. They make wonderful plant-based protein, daily greens mix, vitamins, a lot of different things. We're big fans. You can visit aloha.com and get 20% off your first order by using the code GETFIT20. This will give you 20% off some great products and give you a chance to support the show. And now into the mini episode. What I want to talk about this week is a concept 
called the rider and the elephant. And the basic idea is that each of us have two sides. We have an uh, emotional, automatic, sort of irrational side, which is the elephant. Then we have an analytical, controlled, and rational side, the rider. So the challenge you can imagine is that as riders, we come up with these ideas of what we think we should be doing, the behaviors we want to change, the things we want to accomplish in our life. However, if the elephant is in an alignment with that, then we're going to make small change temporarily at best. The key is to get the two of these entities working together. So there's a few different things, a few different ways you can do this. One of them that I like is the difference between feeling and wanting. And so what this is, is we have a tendency to tell ourselves we don't want to do something. For example, if I say I'm going to start a workout routine and the second day, I'm sitting there in the morning telling myself, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. That's not really true because I have decided that I want to work out. I've thought about it. That more rational part of me wants to work out. However, I just don't feel like it in that moment. And that can help me often to get over that block because I'm reminding myself of what I want. And and I'm appealing a little bit more to the elephant at that point. I'm trying to put some positive emotion into it at that point. The other thing is, this is why we talk a lot about small successes. I think that one of the reasons that small successes, so if you're going to start working out, do it five minutes a day and do it every day, is that I think those small successes give us an emotional good feeling. We've done what we said we were going to do. Our rider and our elephant are in alignment. And I think that gives us a boost of well-being. And that boost of well-being will appeal to the elephant. It's more emotional and helps to turn the elephant in the direction that we want him to go. There's been a third enhancement to this analogy um, where the instructions are kind of direct the rider, motivate the elephant. And then there's been a third enhancement, which is called shape the path. And this is really about what's in our environment like. We've all heard the example of, well, if you want to work out, set your gym clothes out in the morning, which sounds silly, uh, but it works for a lot of people. The idea is that, back to the analogy, if we groom a a clear path in front of the elephant, he's going to go down the path that's easiest to go down. So as we're trying to make change in our life, we need to make the path we want to go down as easy as possible and make the paths we don't want to go down harder. So For example, if you are trying to eat better, don't have four boxes of Oreos in the house, right? Now, if you want to go eat an Oreo, you have made that the harder path to walk. So you can really work with your environment. We've had a couple shows where people talk about that environmental aspect, but really think about what you're trying to do and how you can make it easier for yourself. Another challenge that I find is that what looks like resistance is often just a lack of clarity. So if I say, I'm just going to eat better. I'm going to eat healthier. That does not work for me. There's a bunch of reasons it doesn't work, but one of them is it's just very unclear. And so the elephant is not going to get behind that. And the rider can't really direct because he doesn't know what he's directing at that point. So the more specific that I can get on what it is that I am doing or not doing, the better off I'm going to be. So always strive for clarity when it comes to figuring out the next steps or behavior change. Lack of clarity is always the enemy. And I find this again and again with the people that I'm working with in the coaching. And then the other one is we have a tendency for a lot of us, since we have started and stopped change programs so many times in our lives that we don't really believe it's possible. And we say things like, well, I'm the kind of person who, or I never finish anything I start. And that is, um, 
we think it's a people problem. We think it's our problem, and it's very demotivating to the elephant. Usually, what appears to be a people problem is a situational issue. It's that we don't have the right strategies, we don't know how, we don't have the appropriate triggers in place. So there's a lot of different things there. But I find this metaphor to be helpful for me in thinking about if I want to make a change, I have to sort of get both my mental faculties engaged and my emotional faculties engaged. If I get both of those bought in, change becomes 100% easier. So that's what I've got for today. If you're interested in learning more about the coaching programs we have, where we really spend a lot of time on this type of thing and, and other things, send an email to me, eric at oneyoufeed.net, and we can talk a little bit more about it. Otherwise, another episode is out Tuesday. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk soon.